Air, water, earth, fire. For hundreds of years, the four nations have lived in harmony. The Avatar, master of all four elements, has always been responsible for maintaining the peace. But Avatar Roku passed away 13 years ago, and now the four nations look to the air nomads to reveal the next Avatar. But the world is met in silence. Five young heroes stopped a secret Fire Nation invasion on their way to deliver the news of the Air Nomad genocide to Ba Sing Se. Now the world knows of the loss of the Air Nomads and both the Water Tribes and the Earth Kingdom prepare for all-out war. But as harmony is dissolved, our young heroes need to address the agitated spirits and bring peace back to the world. Previously on the Flying Bison Podcast... On their way to the Siwang Desert, our adventurers discovered a group of mistreated refugees in the Earth Kingdom. After deciding they lacked the bureaucratic skills necessary, they sent for Shoban to bring help. Upon arriving in the Siwang Desert, they met a group of beetle-headed merchants who offered them a special drink. Friends, Avatar listeners, countrymen and women and non-binary people. Lend me. I was trying to think of some other body part other than ears, but it just—I uh, couldn't come up with one. I can't come up with one. Lend, Lend me, me your, your tonsils. Toes. Ew. Everyone, <laughs> lend me your tongue. Okay. It was like, nope. Uh, how is this everybody? Is how are you all doing? This is going great. How are you all doing? We never talk anymore, the six of us. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't realize this would feel so... Uh, uh, Awkward. Real? We never talk anymore. <laughs> Awkward. Yeah. I just, I'm just saying I feel like I put way more into this relationship than the five of you two. <laughs> and well, is this like a reverse intervention? It's a reverse intervention. <laughs> he has a letter for each of us. He's like, I have a letter for <laughs> Uh No, we've known each other now for... Well, some of us have known each other for a while. We've been playing together for a little over a year now. Way back. I think this was at the beginning of... Well, it's one of the first few episodes we ever recorded. We talked about what we think the other people... What other what what benders the other person's people are? So we instead of saying like what we think we are, we we talked about each other, which was fun. I thought it was a fun twist on that question. I have to give credit to Lord Immortal in Discord because he asked this question in there, and I loved it so much. I wanted to ask it here as well too, which is uh, also one a plug to join our Discord because we have fun conversations in there, but. Um, B, I think it'll be really interesting. So in Avatar Legends, you've got your training, right? You're you're a bender, you're a martial artist, you're technology, but you also have a fighting style. So way back ago, we said that Danny and I are waterbenders, Nick and Monroe are earthbenders, Steve's an airbender, and Johnny is a firebender, just based on the personalities of what we knew of each other. Now I must ask you, not what, what you think other people are, but what do you think your fighting style would be? 
I mean, I'll go first if no one wants to go. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking. I, I'm thinking. I got uh, so I had an earthbending. That's what was picked for me. And if I had to pick a earthbending style that would match up very well, it would just be like a very like brutal. Like I make stone fists and I just just go at people. That's it. <laughs> Well, it just sounds like you're you're Dai Li. Yeah, that's like more refined. I'm saying like like the boulder. Mm. Yeah, maybe not the showmanship <laughs> or the references to the rock, but the you would focus on like the the raw physical power of earthbending. Yeah, like I would just and like you call it like gorilla stance or something. I don't know. Mm, that's fun. I like that. That's fun. Yeah, I my mind immediately went to. Uh, extreme sports are like a huge thing in california so while i'm not like proficient at it like i'm decent at skateboarding i know how to snowboard i know how to surf i feel like as a waterbender it would be fun to create like ice boards to get around on Uh, that'd be pretty dope (laughs) so you're like longboarding but just like sliding yeah 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 Yeah, just sliding around (laughs) going full ice man from x-men (laughs) <laughs> exactly totally but on the ground not uh not floating in the air i feel like i have the person i feel like i have the personality of a foggy swamp vine bender <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> for yeah, sure we see it Dan. for sure we yeah. See it. yeah for sure yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was easy for everyone to decide. <laughs> so. It was beautiful in a strange way. How simple that was. <laughs> Monroe, you got anything? Yeah, mine would probably be like Earth Shock kind of thing, like a shockwave Ooh. type of thing. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> It's fun. Call, call, also calling on your California roots there. Oh, <laughs> Extreme sports and earthquakes. I think that uh, I would probably fight with the similar, like, just bald aggression of Azula, but without mm. the disciplined training. Did you say bald? Like B-A-L-D? He did. Yeah. And like it works face. totally. It works totally, but when he said bald aggression, I was thinking of Tenzin. I was picturing a bald Azula. <laughs> well, without the refinement, isn't that just Zuko? Uh, so I would, so I, I guess sort of, but Zuko was just not as good as Azula early on, but he was trying to get there. So that's why I said with less. Yeah, he had bald, he had bald angst. <laughs> well, Zuko is actually a pretty, pretty talented bender. He, he, he like instantaneously. I'm not saying that he's not a talented other. bender, but I think that Azula had more natural talent, and yeah. uh, Zuko was working really hard to get to the point where he could defeat her and or his father. And yeah. so, I'm, what I'm saying is, like, I think I would go at it with the same level of like aggression that Azula has. Bald aggression. Bald aggression. Naked <laughs> aggression. If you'd rather, I would just don't want to say naked. nude <laughs> aggression. <laughs> anyway. Um, but I think raw. like Azula's level of there you go raw aggression <laughs> birthday uh, clothes aggression. But we're done. Never mind. All right, I'm gonna log off. And you go know, Johnny, you had a great answer. Thank it. you for sharing, Steve. I think you're the only one left. Yeah, I think so. I'm having trouble configuring it into the Airbenders that I know. Yeah, 
Um, but <laughs> you know, airbenders. Yeah, a few. <laughs> that's a crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, when I think about my my personality, like trying to translate like what feels like a somewhat balanced mid-level assertiveness into airbending <laughs> is like strange to configure. Like it's easier to work with extremes. <laughs> you know, like if I was super flighty, I'd be like, well, I'd just literally fly away. I'd just be monk. Uh, who, who learned to fly? I forget. Um, You've heard the story of Guru, Guru Lahima, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, Guru Lahima figured out how to fly. <laughs> it's not a tale the Earthbenders would tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't know, like any, I can't picture anything that would represent like just trying to move into conflict in a somewhat healthy way. Uh, emotional healthiness. That's your fighting style. Hey guys, let's work this out. Oh, it's not working. Okay. I guess I'll just be like a normal level of assertive. Your fighting style is just lightly pushing people away. Exactly. I mean, I feel like you're basically just <laughs> describing Aang. Like, he was trying to figure out how to defeat true. Ozai without killing him. Literally, That's every true. avatar from the past is like, just kill him. <laughs> <laughs> All the wisdom of the ancestors. Aang, it's up to you, Aang. But kill him. <laughs> <laughs> but you've, you've got a choice in it. But, but you, should, you should kill him. But if you figure something out that a hundred past lives couldn't figure out, that's great. But basically, kill him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Aang, the, th the reason I didn't go for Aang is because so much of his arc in the show is just being, like, typically evasive avoidant, <coughs> yeah. you know, which I'm a little less so. But sure, it's all good. I do appreciate the phrase, uh, what did you say, mid-level... Assertiveness. Assertiveness. Uh, assertive. Mid-level assertiveness. <laughs> yeah. I, that, that's good. I'm gonna. I'm gonna find a way to bring that into my lexicon for sure. Um, well, that's good. Um, I asked that question so that if I ever got in a fight with you, I would know how to take you all down. So, well, this really is about us the whole way through, isn't it? Yep. Mm -hmm. 100%. Justin's just the Batman we to our Justice in. League. Yeah. <laughs> I just really love that Justin lives in a world where he thinks he could take me down. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty cute. I'm, I was a joke. I'm a very tiny man. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I don't think I could take any of you in a fight if we actually got in a fight. I think you could all, you could all take me out. There's uh, no need. All right. There's no need to take us in a fight. Yeah, and see, that's what I'd expect of someone with emotional stability as their fighting style. That's why I might be able to take you out, Steve. Nah, he'd talk you down from it. <laughs> you won't have a chance. <laughs> you won't even start. Um, speaking of emotionally unstable things to do, cactus juice, hallucinogens. <laughs> <laughs> we made a mistake, Justin. I know. You did not. It's hilarious. It's oh, so no. good. I love it as it's, Steve. It's <laughs> so good. It's so We good. came face to face with the pure charismatic prowess of the Beatles and lost. You did. You really did. <laughs> I love it too. Like, I wish it was one of those times I wish that we like were live or like, because you could see, I think you bought it. And then I think someone just says, I try it. And then I'm like, do you all try it? And <laughs> it was at that moment that I knew something special was about to happen. You wake up, you take you all take a swig of the cactus juice, 
And then the next thing you know, you wake up in the middle of the desert. (laughs) Smash cut. You wake up in the middle of the desert on a rock and circling in the sand around you are these giant fins, which, uh, you know, anyone who's worldly enough, so Ren might know this, Osa might know this, uh, are land sharks. Uh, Now, uh, before we get to how you're going to deal with these land sharks, I, I cooked up something a little special. A couple of actually very special things <laughs> for this. The first is a, a custom move that I have made. I don't know how long this uh, drug trip is going to be a, a present mechanic. So I've created a little move that will help us fill in some of the events that have happened in between you taking the cactus juice and when you come to if it triggers i'll let you know and we'll read it and we'll describe what happens now the second fun thing that i have also cooked up that i did not tell any of you about is uh a list of eight things Uh, and i'm gonna roll this little eight-sided dice for each of you and each of you is going to wake up to a fun little surprise (laughs) <laughs> oh, incredible. Oh, no. I love this. <laughs> what is this? Is okay. this table named something like the... the, uh, the I did not name table? Unexpected uh, I know. I just called it things to randomly throw at them at the start of waking up. It's a very catchy title. It is. Yeah. I'm very... <laughs> I feel like there's an acronym there. Yeah things to throw so i'm just i'm rolling this now and i'm just i'm just taking (laughs) note of (laughs) what is happening and i think i think what we'll do is we don't need to explain uh exactly what these are you know we can kind of discover it as we're as we're playing uh and the last one is osa okay all right, uh, I'm going to start from uh, the counterclockwise of what I just rolled. So I'm going to get through all of them, and then I'll hand it to you, and you can decide what you want to do. Um, Osa, when you wake up, the first thing you notice after seeing these land shark fins is that uh, in one of your pockets, you reach into your pocket, and it's squishy and you realize that you've just got a bunch of loose bean curd in your pocket (laughs) and you reach into your you reach into your other pocket and you pull out a bag that looks like it might have been where the bean curd was originally stored because it's got a logo of a smiling red bean with a tagline that says sweet beans are made of these (laughs) Ren the thing that you notice after you wake up other than the land sharks is that you've got what looks like a check-in tag right like one of those things you get when you drop something off and they give you like a number yeah um and it's got like a like a it looks like an animal hatchery on it and wouldn't you know it rue is nowhere to be seen (laughs) Oh no! <laughs> I checked ruin to a daycare. <laughs> I don't know. We're gonna find out. There's I would love to picture. I, I'd love to picture the facilities for this place. Like Ren just like, this is oh, a good idea. I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will. Uh, che, oh, you what? wake up and 
it's not so much something you, you notice or like see it's that it's very un- your pants are very uncomfortable <laughs> and you, you pull them down to take a quick look and you're actually wearing sparkly red underwear and on the side the left side of it it's got a picture of a kangaroo possum <laughs> Chase spent uh, the rest of his money on underwear. I love that she's just that. on this rock and just like this fin circling us, and I'm gonna check my undies right yeah. now. I'm so uncomfortable. I love the idea that we've all gotten so comfortable with each other that Chase just drop and trowel in the middle of the desk. <laughs> well, he's not like you know full on, but he like yeah, lowers yeah, no, no, he's just taking a peek. Like, yeah, it's a little peek. I got gotcha. you, uh, Liko. Uh, you wake up and you feel uh, like not like a lot of pain, but just like some uncomfortability in your right leg. And you see <laughs> that there are. Uh, well, actually, the tattoo is kind of funny, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you were going to have be there, just um, have it be the tattoo. <laughs> no, uh, it, no, it wouldn't be funny if it was just what I ha- what I what I had wrote down. So I'm going to change it. Uh, there is the there is the face of someone you do not know tattooed <laughs> on your right leg. <laughs> yes. Wow, that's nice. <laughs> and oh, Rosak, you wake up. And the first thing that you see when you open your eyes is a giant bag right in front of you. And you open it up, and there is a ton of Yuan in it. Like, <laughs> a way too much Yuan in this bag. <laughs> Where'd you get all that? <laughs> I just and with that, I will leave it in your court. Nice. Can buy some new underwear. Guys, is this real? I'm so sorry. 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 Red just keeps saying that while passing <laughs> the ticket to Liko. <laughs> uh, so not saying anything. He's just standing there with beans in one hand and a bag in the other, <laughs> trying to figure out what's going on. And I'm just looking at my leg, going, like, yeah, "How is this?" <laughs> Oh, you didn't know either. That's good. I really had no idea. Rose like sort of like sitting, sitting with like the bag in between his legs, just sort of like letting, like picking up the money and just letting it fall like through his fingers, just like oh, oh. <laughs> Jay like walks over to him, but as he's walking over, he keeps like kind of like doing a little like crouch, like a little, you know, a little wide <laughs> stance. <laughs> Yeah. I, I should say, Jay, this underwear is too big for you. Like it's, it's uh, yeah, no, it's so trying to like, fit. like move around a little bit, <laughs> doing like lunges over, doing like the saddle walk. <laughs> very, very bow legged right now. Uh, and he goes over. He he takes one of the pieces and and chomps it to see if it's real. It's real. Wow, guys, I think we have a problem. Besides what all did, of the other ones. This seems like a solution, honestly. What did we oh, do? You mean the sharks, yeah, okay. I don't think we can pay the sharks. Oh, I mean, I've got bombs for them. Well, let me see. Rose like throws a coin at one of the sharks. I don't, don't you? Uh, and you see a 
giant land shark jump out of the sand, eat the coin <laughs> in midair, and then go back down and just keep circling this rock. Oh. And we, can, we can't pay him. We can't pay him. Okay. Maybe you just did. <laughs> yeah, let's not waste any more money. That was that was never going to do anything. Anyways, going to pull out one of my bombs. Anyone know how to it. sand bend? And do the same thing. I'm going to throw it up into the air and hope that it goes for it. Ah, smart. Ah, okay. I like that. Um, why don't you rely on your skills and training? Let's see how this goes. Um, so, 10. Yeah, you have a 10 Let's for do- that. Okay. Just want to say that if this happened in real life, you guys would be great people to experience <laughs> it with. That'd be fun. <laughs> it's true. That's true for sure. Uh, all right. Uh, I don't think I, I noted how many are there, so we'll do this now. Uh, because one of them jumps up, eats this bomb, goes back down, and you're just like watching this fin circle around for a moment, and then <laughs> there's just like this shockwave in the sand. And the fin just kind of like falls under. (laughs) All right. So I just have to do that. And I look at the fins and start counting. Uh, There are like three others. Three more times. Uh, Here's the problem, Che. Uh, You know what? Let's roll the new move and see what we get. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh. This is a move that I have uh, called uh, Recall Cactus Juice Trip. <laughs> when you try to recall what happened during your cactus juice trip or something triggers a memory, roll with focus. Oh. So I should? Yeah, roll with focus. Uh, question for you, Justin. Right, Jenny, what happened? Yeah. Uh, you didn't mention if Chad is around. Chad is also not around either. Okay. Yeah. That'd be giving you a little too much there. <laughs> That's a seven. That is a seven. Okay. Uh, <laughs> on a hit, a broken memory of your trip comes to you. The GM will tell you one event that you can remember. However, on a seven to nine, the GM will actually provide two events. One will be true. The other will be false. And I will <laughs> not tell you which is which. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. <laughs> This is the best thing that's ever happened to this party. <laughs> this is this is fun. I'm having a lot of fun with this, <laughs> if you couldn't tell. Um, Jay, you go to reach for more of your bombs. Yep. And you find that the belt is empty. Huh? And all of a sudden, you remember walking into a bakery and seeing some of the delicious pastries and delicacies that are there and you remember feeling like you could also decorate cakes as well and you feel like you remember taking all of your bombs and decorating a cake with your bombs someone's gonna have a really bad birthday party and then leaving the store yeah well we got bad news Wait, don't I get another story? Uh, there were two things that happened in that. So it was oh. the the 
dessert place and that you you decorated a cake with your bombs. So I may or may not have destroyed a bakery, but I do not have <laughs> any more bombs. Or I might have ruined a birthday party. Not sure. That's specific. Yeah, I, I think I decorated a cake with my bombs or something. Uh, Anyways, Ren, we're screwed. Maybe your poison darts will do something. I don't have any prepared anymore. Oh, I haven't used those in a while. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. Well, you know, I don't think we have anything other than time. If you wanted to get some of those ready, I do. I do have some poison. I'll I'll work it out. There might be a dart around here somewhere. Justin. Yes. What? Um. These sharks have blood, right? <laughs> oh god. They do indeed have blood, yes. <laughs> they do indeed. That Monroe's a deity. <laughs> do sharks have blood? <laughs> I'm just, just asking because they're in the sand, so it's an option. It's an option. Well, everyone else is trying to figure out what they can do to stop these sharks. Uh I'm gonna sit down in a meditative stance mm-hmm. and uh lift my right hand to my face and try these bean curds. <laughs> I mean, they better be good. <laughs> uh, why don't you, Osa, go ahead and roll with focus. Okay. Just roll with focus? Yeah. To recall oh, something. Yeah. Oh, 10. Yeah. Uh, 10. Okay. Um, so I will tell you something that happened. And you get a plus one ongoing to act on that information. Mm. Um, (laughs) uh, You remember that uh, you all got super hungry and wandered into this dessert place that makes pastries and whatnot. Maybe the same one from chase memory maybe not um and in the memory you're you're counting all the people and there are six of you there's the five of you and then just a random dude who's with you (laughs) (laughs) and you all walk into this dessert place and it's like we see it from like up in the view where like the four of you are like trying the bean curd and then just Che just like walks off into the back of this place to do what (laughs) who knows (laughs) and you have this memory of going to this dessert shop somewhere in the Sihuang desert does anybody else remember another guy with us at a pastry shop did he happen to look like the guy on my leg (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) yeah that's him that's him (laughs) oh no no i don't remember (laughs) but he's on my leg oh oh no is this money his justin is is the character good looking this guy uh, yeah, yeah, it's a pretty good looking guy. Ren takes a good look at your tat if you'll let him. <laughs> Liko. Go ahead. Uh, that's not so bad. 
At least he's cute. <laughs> Ren, there's someone else's face that I've never seen on my body that I cannot get rid of for the rest of my life. Well, you've probably it seen it. Okay. I think we have seen him. You just don't remember seeing him. Which is the same thing, practically, of not seeing him at all, because I don't remember it happening. Okay, that's yeah, yeah that's fair. fair. I'm sorry. Do you remember anything else? No. Um, Rozak is Rozak's <laughs> like after a little while of just worriedly like looking at the cash, he looks up at the land sharks and just stands up. He goes, uh, I'm going to try something. And he tries to like set up a firewall to see if the fins won't um, swim through that. Sure, yeah. <clears throat> um, maybe like, are you like trying to, oh, like put one like straight out so as it's like circling, it'll get to it. And yeah, it's more like experimentally to see if it even works. Gotcha. Um, I like that a lot. Um, why don't you rely on your skills and training? All right. Or, um, you know what? Actually, what do you think about intimidating? I'm Yeah. I think that intimidates. That's all, folks. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna roll passionately. Oh no! I rolled a six. You rolled a six. Yeah. Oh, so what is gonna happen on a six? Hmm. Rosic. Yes. You throw this wall up, and it does. One of those shark fins is circling and it stops and it goes around the wall. Now, the problem is where are you going to go and will the fire keep them away for long enough for you to get there? Mm, all right. Um, uh, what's it? We're like, looks around. Is this literally like, are we saying a vast desert? Like that's uh, all around as far as I can see. That's all we can see. Yep. Ren sees oh, the desperation no. on Rosic's face and it's just like, Ch Chad? <laughs> Chad? Chad? Rue? Rue? <laughs> okay, let me try one more one more thing. All right, let's, let's all calm down. Just gonna... I'm going to take a stance, wide stance. <laughs> I'm going to try to... <laughs> A little wider than usual. Shifts a little. <laughs> Just keep adjusting those pants. And uh, he, I'm going to try to feel how deep this stone goes uh, that we are yes, standing yes, on. Yes, yes. I like that. Ooh. Um. Or just get like a sense of what we're standing on. If it goes very deep, like I don't need to know the exact yeah. dimensions. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about assessing the situation? Yeah, that sounds good. 
Which seems like maybe the first thing someone should have tried to do when this happened. No. But yeah, we're not the, but we're not those guys. We're not, you know, we're we're not, not in our right people. mind. We're not in our right minds, okay? <laughs> That'd be hilarious if we're just on top of the roof of the library. Plus creativity. What is my creativity? Three. Thirteen. Whoa. Oh, wow. Okay. What? I, ask me two questions. <laughs> what is my best way out? Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Uh, I, I know the first question is what here can I use to? Yeah. But my real question is, could I like just take this rock that we are standing on? And if it's too deep, whatever, I'll just slice it. Just take the top layer or the whole thing or whatever and just slide us away. <laughs> like a like a vehicle. We'll just kind of just start. It's it's a little bit of a stretch of uh, uh, a move that I already have. Uh, it's a combat move. It's like like earth launch. Earth you just launch, yeah. launch yourself. But I'm sure. trying to do like a gentle earth, you know. An earth it, slide. Uh, shove. I'm, the only thing that's going through my head is that SpongeBob episode. Yeah, literally it's that. A I want to do that. A rock. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, just like take it in the position to like pretend to drive and as like a shifter. Uh, <laughs> um, so here is what I will tell you. I will tell you that when you when you reach out to this this rock you're standing on, it does go very deep. So you could dig into yourself, find the strength to, to cut this rock at some point, and then start moving it through the sand. The sharks are probably still going to follow you, and that movement might agitate them. So you think if you can do that in combination with maybe some well-timed firewalls by Rosic, you might be able to get through. Now, here is... Uh, Rosic had rolled a miss on that, and I was trying to offer a costly opportunity, a risky approach to getting out. This will work. There's going to be some fatigue, I think, that Rosic and Che will take to to combo this and get you guys to safety. Okay. So here's the plan. Here's what, here's what I've got. Rosic, you create those firewalls that you just made, or one that's very similar. You know, in oh, which direction should we go? I can. We can choose a direction, and I can try to sort of make two firewalls, kind of bridging a path for us. Like I have a compass, but I it doesn't matter because I don't know where we are. Uh, what time of day is it? Uh, it is uh, the middle of the day. So it's like noon. Yeah. So the sun's useless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so looks up. Useless. <laughs> no, I mean, like I can tell. I know which direction we should go, and he takes out like a like, not not like which way we should go, but I know the directions. Like I have a yeah. compass. I just which actually he pulls it out, and it's just spinning. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Useless. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Whatever. We'll pick a direction. We go in it. You just like clear like a like a hallway, Rosic, you know? Yeah. I guess a path for us to go. And I'm going to take this whole rock that we are standing on. I'm going to cut it so because it's actually really big. And we're just going to ride it out of here. Yeah. For how long? I don't know. 
hopefully until the sharks stop chasing us. I don't know. Uh, Justin, how long does this go to the to like till we can't see anything anymore, like to the horizon where the sharks can? Or is oh, there like? I mean, it's sand as far as the eye can see. Yeah, we are in, we are we have we are in the desert. <laughs> how did we get here? I don't know. There's more rocks or something. We could hop from rock to rock or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, you do see, see you do see some rocks. Yeah, like there, there okay. are dunes and rocks and whatnot, but. Is there any sign of that? Um, I can't even remember the name of it now. But that that monolith, that stone that the sandbenders kind of use as their point. The the it's like the spot that uh, the gang got attacked. Oh, by. yes, the Siwan Rock. I know what you're talking about. Yes. Um. Or is there just some sort of giant rock somewhere that you can see? Just any points of interest in the sure, Yeah. Um, yeah, you know what? Sure. Yeah. You see like way to the north, it looks like there is what looks like a giant mountain from this distance. You can't really tell, like some giant rock jutting out of the sand. I will take it. <laughs> I think Osa points at it and says, "Maybe we go there." It's just heading towards something's better than heading towards nothing, right? Mm-hmm. That is a great option. I like it. Good argument. I'm going to attempt to, like, very slowly, <laughs> like, like. <laughs> sorry, I can just imagine this slowly. <laughs> well, first I have to cut cut the rock, so I'm going to try to like slice it very slowly, yeah. like underneath us. Um, another wide stance, a little bit too wide. Also adjust again, and just kind of like like he like you were like you were like trying to like put your hands underneath like something large to lift it. He's like sliding his hands forward, ah, uh. and very slowly. Mm-hmm. When you're trying to pick up a box that you probably shouldn't be lifting by yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly like that. Ren sees how much Che is like getting into this stance and like focusing and like stands behind him and holds up his pants for him. Ah, <laughs> oh, thanks. That actually, that's, that's really helpful. I get into a more accurate stance. <laughs> and start doing Le- it again. Liko sees that and is like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> I needed a belt. <laughs> Right obliged. I'm I'm the belt. What what you got under there, Jay? I honestly have no idea. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm I don't know how to describe it either. It's very red. Never mind. It's cool. The rock starts slowly moving towards this giant rock. Firewalls coming up occasionally to block some of these sharks. Um, and Shay, as you're moving to, you notice that your compass actually like stops spinning and centers on the rock and starts pointing towards it. Cool. So that's what's screwing up the compass. When do we get Jack Sparrow's compass? And uh, you continue to move through the desert at a very slow pace making sure that the sharks do not eat you. And, and eventually you're probably like maybe like halfway to the rock 
maybe three quarters of the way when the sharks uh, give up and go off. Uh, finally. So should we like go the rest of the way, like speed version? No. Are you sure? Let's do it. Yeah. I yeah? think. Wait right. a minute. What? How fast? I don't know. As fast as I can throw us. If we go too fast, <laughs> do we risk attracting more sharks or something worse? We'll just go faster than them. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go a little faster. I'm not going to throw us. Okay. Just a little. I feel like we can loosen them up a little bit. Also, this is very tiring and tedious. Um, so we are moving a little faster. Ren turns to Liko and sees her expression still while he's holding Chase pants up for him <laughs> and asks, uh, did, did you want to hold his pants? No. <laughs> No. No. Wait, no. Wait. no. Here, 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 let me try let me try something. And Rosak um goes up to Ren and Shay. And well first I hope he still has it. He's gonna reach and try to find um his mom's hairpin. Mm-hmm. Alright. He finds it? Yeah. Okay. And he sort of like like folds the front of his pants a little bit. Like <laughs> he like folds it over each other and puts the hairpin in there. Smart. He uses like a Wow, that was, I was like, you're yeah. genius. Really smart. Yeah, no, let go of my brother. <laughs> yeah, oh, please. Thank you. Okay. Ren, I really appreciate it, but it is I think I think we've I think we've crossed a boundary. It's like a little Titanic um, moment. <laughs> you just looked like you were really <laughs> okay. No, no, you definitely helped me. It was very nice. I don't I just don't think we can come back from this. Anyways. <clears throat> what's with the what's with the pen? Hmm? Rosic, where'd you get? Why do you have a pin? Oh, that's, that's mom's pin. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I just keep sliding <laughs> this forward. Uh, about how much time will it take us to get from where we are to that the, rock, the mountain, the rock? The yeah. the sun will be about setting at that point. <laughs> so a few hours. It's yeah. all day. Um, okay. Well, how many points of fatigue am I getting? <laughs> yeah. So uh, both uh, Danny and uh, sorry, both Rosic and Che would like for you both to mark three fatigue. Oh. oh yeah. Oh. While we are making this slow journey, Osa is gonna rip off the sleeves of his shirt, and uh, I'm just spending these hours like ripping the the strips of cloth and uh braiding them into a belt for jay katsun would be proud <laughs> <laughs> it's true yeah now you probably learned that from katsun I love, ah. I love also you look so cool now <laughs> i love how one of our hurdles is just finding a way to keep chase pants up. <laughs> can they do it tune this, in next week is this gonna count as a community problem for advancement at the end of this arc? <laughs> for, for really. <laughs> no one wants to see what chase got going on under there so absolutely yeah uh, we have other I, witnesses that i protect <laughs> <laughs> i will say on a, on a more serious note because osa kind of keeps this from you guys you wouldn't necessarily see even though there's some on his like neck and face but when he takes his sleeves off you guys can see that his arms are just like every every inch of his arms are just like riddled with scars that like seem like maybe he got into several knife fights like you don't know but just lots and lots of scars all over his arms hey rosic yeah count that money also osa what's with all the scars um i don't really know 
some of them what? were there when I some of them were there when I came back from the spirit world and uh some have appeared since it's I don't know wait they just I mean, appear without you getting hurt huh. well there's this thing I can do I did it for you once Ren uh I can stop other people from getting hurt if I do this thing but when I do it scars appear so That's you get hurt so goth I don't get <laughs> hurt. it is pretty goth but <laughs> what I don't get hurt but but scars appear oh well, it's kind of nice actually they don't get hurt so all those scars represents a person that you helped some of them do well you woke up with some yeah I think hmm. I don't really remember everything that happened in the transition back from the spirit world. So I think that maybe some something happened on the way back. But yeah, you know, big event. Hard to remember everything. That's fair. Yeah. But anyway, uh, soon you won't have to worry about your pants and Rosex pin won't have any chance of getting broken. Ah, uh, yeah. Wait, why? What did you? What are you doing? Making a belt. Oh, wow, cool. I didn't I had no idea what you're doing. I thought you were just going for like a look. Um, Justin, how long does it take Rose like to count all uh, the money? A decently long time. There is a lot of it. <laughs> uh, every now and then like when you guys are talking, Rose looks like shh I lost my place. Jay just reminds him, just like offhand, just like you were there. Because <laughs> Rosic was counting <laughs> out loud for every single piece. <laughs> All right. 340, 341, 342, 300. Is there a better way to do this? <laughs> just focus, buddy. I'm just imagining that, like, based on the size of the bag and the relative weight, Che already has, like, a pretty accurate pretty count good of idea. how much money oh, yeah, is. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, eventually, the belt is made, the money is counted. The belt fits Che perfectly. And Rosic, there is like 3,000 you on in here. Wow. I was pretty sure it was like 3,000, but I wanted to make sure. Thanks, thanks, buddy. A single tear falls from Rosic's eyes. Because Rosic grew up poor. (laughs) This is probably the most money you've ever seen in one place ever this is it guys we can retire guys we made it (laughs) wait this is like enough for you (laughs) i haven't turned 18 yet and i can retire (laughs) you guys want one of those small mansions then i guess (laughs) dang we'll be able to feel really good about ourselves when we return this to its rightful Rose like looks up at Osa, <laughs> tears streaming from his eyes. Yeah, it's totally. We're gonna feel great. <laughs> Chay out of the side of his mouth is like Rose like just start pocketing some of it. <laughs> I feel like Rose like was already doing that while he was counting. <laughs> He's like, That's why it was so hard to count? It's like two looks around. <laughs> Osa's just quietly smirking at everyone's belief that he wants to return the money. (laughs) (laughs) Eventually, the sun starts setting, the temperature starts dropping, and you find yourself at the base of what is now, you see a 
gigantic geological formation. It's just this like massive looming rock that just juts out of the sand and looks like it's flat on top. Um, you can see wow. that there's tons of like nooks and crannies. Looks like that they go f- goes further into this mountain. You guys just want to hang out on top? Yeah, I was just gonna say maybe we can see the way we should go from here, from the top. I like that. I sort of do like a spinning motion, and the whole rock like does like a sh- like a foot up and s- rotates into the wall and like attaches. Yeah, and then I just start like rotating my arms, and we just slowly start climbing up. It's very similar to the way Toph did it when when they did the same thing. In yeah, yeah. Uh, you get to the top; it is flat on top. You see that there appear to be a number of maybe like five, six foot diameter holes on the top. Uh, just like a bunch of them, but there's also it's big, so there's decent places that you can like camp out and set up camp. What do you think lives in those giant worms? Hopefully, people. Yeah, people don't live here. Girls are kind. Where people? We don't live here. We no. don't live here. <laughs> Not yet. Rosa <laughs> <like>, keeps crying. <laughs> oh, it's, it's gonna be all right. It's gonna be all right. Don't worry. Uh, just in, is the hole like? On the ground or like in the wall? At the, you're on the top of this giant flat. Oh, so it's on the. It's on the top, yeah. Okay. A bunch of holes. Rosa, could you like shoot some fire into it to see how deep it is? <clears throat> okay. Wait, 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 wait. wait and Rosa kind of jumps up and then and just launches fire with both of his hands into that hole. Uh, why <laughs> did you do that? <laughs> not like that. Not not like. I meant some. If there and, is something in there, it's going to come out now. And there is a moment of quiet. All you hear is like the wind whistling over the sand. Okay, maybe there's nothing in there. And then you s- start hearing. It sounds like really tinny. Like, and it starts to get louder and louder. And it's as out of all why'd of you holes, let me do that guys <laughs> a swarm of buzzard wasps come shooting out and immediately start come flying at the five of you what do you do well a firewall as high as he can make it as high and wide as he can make it uh. <laughs> Osa's immediate reaction is to try and just blast a gust of air at them. Yeah, nothing happens. Yeah, yeah. Just instinctively, you try and do it. Uh, Rosic, tell me more about this firewall. Is it just four walls? Um, is it more like a fire igloo? Yeah, I guess. I don't know if he can do that. Um, but he kind of makes a um, like a a V. Around like, you, okay, the, like a, yeah, mm-hmm. okay, and being in front, so like, where is the point? The point is pointing towards the buzzard wasps in front of us. Okay, they are swarming. Oh, they're swarming. They're already swarming around us. I mean, yeah, they're coming from. They're starting to come from the left and the right. All right, like, they're not just t- coming in like a single line. Fire TP. Okay, 
Um, why don't you push your luck? Because okay. you said, I don't think Rosica's ever done this before. Yeah. I guess I didn't have to say that, but I'm honest. Just like we don't have to give back the money. Eleven. Oh, okay. <laughs> Honestly, we don't have to give back the money. Rosic, you shoot this fire blockade around the five of you, and it works. You can hear the loud, cacophonous buzzing coming from the other side. And it's starting to get pretty hot in here. So you're going to have to find some way out. Now, interestingly enough, you push this out far enough that there is one of the holes that goes down into this mountain, and no buzzard wasps have come out of it. Maybe they've all come out of the other holes, and you've got a clear shot down below. Or maybe you want to do something else. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> Guys. There's uh, another hole we could. I mean, they came out of all of the other ones. Why wouldn't, why would, I mean, this is probably their nest. Or there's something worse in that hole and they know about it. That is also a great reason oh. to not go down there. I'm going to do this and I'm going to uh, create a uh, a structure around us and nice. it is it is it is very um, latrine shaped so. <laughs> of course you do, you, know. you, you do what you know you do what you know very large though Yes, yes, a large latrine. A very large latrine. It's good. It's a good callback. Uh, why don't you rely on your skills and training? Absolutely. Wow, I'm rolling rocks. Uh, 12. Okay, nice. Yes, uh, you all feel the fire dissipate uh, as this giant outhouse is the best word you've got for it. <laughs> Complete with a toilet and what looks like some sort of like stone basin for what you're assuming is to uh, wash your hands and clean yourself. Surrounds you, the five of you. Why do you always have to add the, the amenities? Amenities. You know, something about the standards is harder to do without the amenities than it is with, with the amenities. Yeah. Anyways, we have we have we have we have bought some time, but like we can't just stay in here forever. Yeah, that is where I was going with that. Um, do we have do any do? more cactus juice? No. <laughs> Even if we did, just, no. Just drink some more and wake up at some point in the future, <laughs> somewhere else. Maybe the cactus juice teleports us. <laughs> we, treat, yeah, we, treat, we treat it like uh, lost in space, or just like, well, random location. Let's go. Um, <laughs> so, Che, uh, uh, we you, you could always make a, a new hole. Yeah, that is like the one we're in. I could like avoid their caves, I guess, but what does that do? Um, we can poke out the side. I mean, if we want to just get down, we can just do do that. Just go back down. 
no, I'll just take this whole structure and just slide it down the side of the mountain like I did in the reverse. The reverse of what I did earlier, where I lifted us up. Where did we go then? Yeah, that's the kind of the bigger question. Right. We kind of need them to chill <laughs> so that we can leave without them just following us and killing us off in the desert. I guess we could wait them out. Oh, if mm, try to maybe like sink us into this and then try to maybe just throw the outhouse off of the mountain and see if they'll just follow it. Where are we supposed to be when this happens? In the ground under the fake outhouse. Okay. I don't see that lasting for very long, Rosa. Yeah. Yeah. You had a better idea with the the comb, the hairpin. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That was pretty good. You've already had a good idea today, so maybe we should just take a break. Rosa opens up his notebook, and you see him sort of, like, cross something off and close it back up. Yeah, you only get one good one a day. Yeah. So it's only bad ideas from here on out. And sorry, guys. Rosic, why don't you take a nap? And then when you wake up, you'll have another good idea. (laughs) Um, Rosic will lay down and use his bag of money as a pillow. It's very difficult to sleep because you can hear the buzzing outside as well as like, it sounds like every now and then, like they're trying to like hit the latrine with their stingers. All right. I don't like it, but I think we should go into the other hole. I just don't know how that gets us out of here. It doesn't. But it just gets us out of this particular situation. It's only a matter of time till. I mean, we can't stay in here forever. We've got no food, no water. Fair. We have some water. Ren takes the pouch off your hip and makes well, to start I- drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> I still think just taking the whole latrine and and, and sli- sliding it down the side of the mountain, so that at least we're not like on their front doorstep, is just a fair option. But what happens after that? I don't know. Hope maybe we try to signal somebody. It's is it's like nighttime now, right? Mm-hmm. Before we go down, I can just open a quick hole in the top of the thing, and oh. in the roof, and all on some fire or something. Yeah. Rosa could shoot some fire out of it. Anyone even close would see it. Yeah. There's probably even buzzard wasps blocking the way right now, though. I mean, you shoot it up high enough, it won't matter. Did Ren really drink my water? Uh, (laughs) Ren Ren makes for a sip (laughs) if you don't stop him. Okay, I immediately take that away from him. (laughs) Ren, uh, that has touched several people that we fought. You never change out your water? Ren just <laughs> looks at Liko. No. <laughs> Why would she? I don't drink it. Thank you for sparing me. <laughs> you don't change out your weapons, do you? I don't know how benders do stuff. <laughs> well, you got me there. <laughs> we don't either. But I do have to like clean my weapons. I know you don't clean your dirt. Hey, <laughs> 
little did you know i actually do <laughs> how am i supposed to clean my water you just replace it Liko. Oh. <laughs> Foggy you, swamp you, people. you always want to give your enemies the luxury of being slapped in the face with clean water <laughs> nobody ever makes fun of you Ren, for where you came from why are you gonna make fun of me that's fair I'm so, i just don't feel myself you just you're we're all just under a lot of pressure you know the buzzing outside is not helping anything it's really bothering like, please me. shoot fire out of the roof thank you and i'll just open a little hole um and we're like we'll try to launch a flare flare like fireball through the roof okay uh and in trying to signal someone yeah just like as yeah. high as he can well he, yeah he'll just do it for like a while and then yeah. he'll be like all right close we're going down all right why don't you um there is something i did want to yes please i wanted to uh talk to osa real quick yeah yeah uh oh sorry let's actually uh let's resolve the role because there'll be probably some time in between what if something happened so there'll be time to talk to osa uh why don't you push your luck rosic pushing yeah that's a yeah, that's a five. It's a five. That is a five. I mean, I can spend a fatigue, but that's only one. Yeah, if two people want to spend a fatigue. And tell me how uh, the other person messed up. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm already helping. <laughs> I just always stepped Rose like I, again. <laughs> I mean, I've got something, but if someone Instead wants to Jay, step in and help. Him. <laughs> no, no, I'm good. I don't have any voice throws like up. Fire! The the fire goes out for a while. The roof closes. The buzzing continues, and now you just sit and you wait and you hope someone saw it. Well, I'm gonna like after we're done with that, I'm going to slide us over to the edge and start sliding us down. Yeah. The side of the mountain. Yeah. And the entire time you're hearing like the buzzing and like the stinger is hitting it as you're moving. Yeah. I'm going to do it as slowly as possible to yeah. try not to irritate them, but I, they're already. Yeah. And uh, eventually you get down to the bottom and you still hear the buzzing and the stingers around you. Okay. Well, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> We made it to the bottom. Well, I didn't say stopped. that there wouldn't be any be like <laughs> the buzzards are still around. I know. But what do we do now? I don't, well, at least we're in a position that somebody could help us. Well, I guess I could just start. I could just start sliding us in a different direction. I guess Mo- mobile unit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just. It's. I mean, it's not that different from an Earth tank, right? It's I mean, that's basically a, how. It's a porta potty. It is. It is a very portable 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 potty. potty. A literal portable potty. Um, Rosa kind of looks up at the group. Uh, Guys? What? Yeah? No. I kind of got to go. No. (laughs) Not now, Rosa. You got to hold it, buddy. I think I'm kind of full of cactus juice. (laughs) Kind of got to go. Just, just hold on to that for like a, a little while. All right. All right. Just give me, 
Give us a moment, and we'll we'll get to that later. Where's like his like swaying like his legs a little bit. And just- <laughs> you're just continually slowly moving this portable potty um yeah you've got a moment to to chat with each other i deck out the potty with uh like runners like ski runners on the bottom nobody can see it but i put them on there you makes know, it a little it's easier it's cool oh yeah <laughs> so also yeah do you think you could possibly like can you sense if there's like spirits nearby? Um, I can, I can try. If I focus a minute, do I, uh, yeah. do I sense anything? Uh, why I guess don't I, you... I need to roll. Yeah, let me, um, what is the exact wording on Eyes of the Soul? When you assess the situation, you can ask one of the following as an extra question, even on a miss. Okay. Which I, which uh, I did. I, I missed. You are. Yeah. But, uh, uh, you missed. Okay. But uh, uh, go for it. Yeah. Who or what here has been touched by spirits? You sense a massive amount of spirit energy coming back from the direction you came from. Like you're maybe a little further away from the mountain at this point. Not too far, but like, you know, a few feet away. And it's moving. Toward us? Up out of the mountain at a very <laughs> fast speed. Oh. Jay, you can move fast, right? Uh, I can try. I think it's time for try. us to move fast. <laughs> There's something with a massive amount of spiritual energy coming up out of the mountain. Oh, fun. And at that point, you hear what sounds like the mountain shattering Uh. and a deafening buzz that fills this entire area. It is so loud, you can't even hear each other talking. I open up the smallest little window in the back of the just a little you see <laughs> what looks like one of the buzzard wasps but it is humongous and it is glowing with this dark purple ichor uh, and it is barreling towards you we gotta go we gotta go we, uh, <laughs> spirit wasp <laughs> spirit wasp <laughs> So Shay has seen the because we were in the foggy swamp. He's seen how the swamp benders do the like they swing their arms like in full circle to like yep. move in yep. the water. Probably never in like full speed, but you know because they were just in the village. But he just he's just like all right, close enough, and he just just swings his arms in circle, just <laughs> hilariously large circles, just and yeah, flailing as fast as possible. Uh, why don't you push your luck? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I should. Oh. No. <laughs> it had to happen eventually. What am I rolling? Push your push luck. Push your luck is passion. All right, so six. Oh, no. Anyone want to help or like... Um, Rose like, well... 
Sort of like a callback. The back. So yeah, sort of like a callback to our um shoot writing in um Omashu. Where it's like we'll try to launch a jet of flame out the out the peephole in the back. Okay. Mark another fa- mark of fatigue. Okay. At this point, Justin to a seven. Would the yeah. thing in the mountain be considered far away? <laughs> no, no, no. It's close. Not at all. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. I wish it was far away. So do I. <laughs> so do I. Because then you could reach out to it. Yeah. <laughs> reach out to it. <laughs> you can't because it's close. Yeah, it's it yeah, a far away NPC. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, at no point were you far away from this thing. True. It does not make me feel better. <laughs> that makes me feel worse. <laughs> It works. Uh, all right, Rosic, you've marked a fatigue. Uh, yes, I'm to bring that up. fatigue now. I know you are. To bring that up to a seven. This thing is hot on your trail. And uh, you start like gaining speed, Che, just trying to move as fast as possible. And with that little bit of the boost from Rosic's fire jet, you sort of take off and like shoot off of this dune and just go hurtling into the air and then like crash into the sand and like keep going i would like for all of you to mark another fatigue oh my god as you get jostled around in this latrine coffin yeah Yeah. latrine coffin Um, um you're a little bit further away from it now it is still chasing after you though I, I have another question, Justin. Yeah, um, please. I'm just trying to do something useful right now. Uh, are are uh, Rue and Chad considered NPCs? Absolutely, yeah. I'll consider them NPCs. Then I am ah. going to reach out to Rue. I'm going to use call from afar. Okay. Oh. Rue's busy at the daycare, Johnny. <laughs> Rue just has toys in front of her. Oh, thank God. I got a 10. <laughs> <laughs> well, got a 10. All right. Okay. So uh, I reach out in mind or spirit. It is loud and clear. Uh, so I close my eyes. Uh, I imagine that this is just before we hit the ground. Um, and <laughs> I... Um, Cry, I cry for help. I go, Rue, we need you in the in the desert. We're being chased. And uh I will send them I will send Rue a vision of the the thing that we saw coming out of the mountain. Okay. And cry for help and they'll hear you and rush to your aid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I let them um, see something I see. But I don't need the memories or whatever. Just I mean, I have to give it to you too. I'm gonna get just a little flavor because it's funny. We're revealing the stuff that's happened. (laughs) Um, Well, I meant because she (laughs) she would return memories and knowledge of the site, and I was guessing Rue hasn't seen this thing before. But no, she hasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You reach out and you hear Rue kind of connect with you, and you hear that. Um. And you can kind of see where Rue is. 
And this entire time, you thought you had checked Rue into a daycare, like a for animals. Uh, it is actually just a coat check. So it's oh just like God. a closet of a bunch of coats. And then in the middle of one of like the coats or like in between two of them is Rue's face. And she's got like her, the coat check tag, like dangling off of her what? ear. Oh, no. oh poor Rue. Oh, and so then you bad. see her just burst out of the roof of whatever no. this place was. And you can, you can, you know that she's, she's barreling towards you. It might take some time, but yeah, I, I open my eyes. She's trying her best to find you. And I say, uh, Ruse on the, and then we crash into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Tumble. And then you quickly write yourselves and keep moving. Uh, this thing is still chasing after you. What do you do to stave it off or get further away? Um, what are the weather conditions outside? It is dark. Uh, it is a clear night, though. Um, there is something I did want to try that I've done before. What I did before was that I was able to to suffocate someone by taking the water. Do you remember that? I do, yeah. I'm going to try, as I'm running with everybody else, to suffocate this gigantic well, thing. Well, it's a spirit, though. Yeah, it is a spirit. Oh. I hate these things. Well, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think that Lika would be thinking. Sure. Will this kill us? You know, it's, sure. it's just something to uh, do. Yeah, she can definitely try it. Still, uh, I definitely think this is another um, push your luck, un- unless your intent is to try and like intimidate it into like backing off or giving in. Uh. I don't think she's trying to intimidate. I think she's just trying to do whatever right. she can just to push her luck. Then I got an eight. Got an eight. Ren will use the help action by hoisting Liko a foot higher. <laughs> oh my god! And we'll do the that one leap like in um, Dirty Dancing. Uh, <laughs> as the as the GM, I I will say. <laughs> As a GM, I will say that does not do anything to help the situation. I know. So. I'm just kidding. I just want it to be a trope now that Ren picks people up when he doesn't know what else to do for a help action. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, run at me! He <laughs> lifts people up or lifts pants up. Exactly. Just, One or the other. He's going to lift something. Um, I got you. In the arms of an angel. <laughs> <laughs> Here is what happens. Liko, you reach out and start trying to coalesce all the water in the air around this thing. And as you're doing it, you start to like try to do what you did to that person and quickly realize that spirits do not work the same way. You just like your hat, you you start to like snake the water like around and in its you know mouth and whatnot and you realize this isn't like a a material body but you do start to like coalesce and create these like ice paths or like water blockades that do seem to slow it down so it's contending with 
just these like giant globs of water that you like continually try to like form in front of it and it hits them and kind of gets slowed down for a second um and then at some point though it like raises its stinger no and this giant stinger just comes firing at your latrine and knocks the roof off so like the top of it is just like shattered as you can now see all five of you now see this like 10 story buzzard wasp glowing with bright purple dark ichor chasing you and i would like for Liko to mark afraid that is the cost to scrape by but it is slowing down um and i will say if you can do uh one more thing successfully you will have been able to escape from this thing chasing you i've already marked afraid uh how about insecure sorry justin just to get a clear picture of this thing in my head because you've said icker a couple of times now is it's like thing, sludge so it's got like discharge coming out of it yeah oh okay God. gross yeah oh also justin speaking of insecure when i had um shot that flame <laughs> into the hole i unmarked it and i I, just, I figured oh, sure. that was a full hearty action sure that's pretty full hearty yeah, yeah yeah go for it okay. yeah, 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 yeah 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 okay cool all right what are you doing i'm going to, so the roof is gone we, uh-huh. we can just see now i've been yeah. just driving us blind uh do i see any like rockier areas instead of just like straight up sand why don't you go ahead and assess the situation okay also, on a, on, a, on a similar note, when we, if I look to the skies, do I see anything flying toward us beside this, besides this spirit buzzard wasp? Uh, that I will not make you realize this situation. You do not at this moment see anything. You have just reached out to Rue. Might take a little bit to get to you. Thirteen again. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. All right. So what I, oh, I have to ask. Um, you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, what? I guess a combination of what's my best way out or away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, what here can I use to, to fight this thing off or slow yep. it down or, yeah. All right. Up ahead, you see like a number of like mountainous, rocky, cavernous areas. And. It looks like if you could get in there and navigate through these rocky crevice crevices, uh, you might be able to lose it. It's gonna it's gonna require some some pretty deft maneuvering. But you want me to do ice dodging? <laughs> you need to deftly slide into a crevasse. <laughs> All right, I'll do it. All right, <laughs> I steer as far as it. You guys are probably going to want to hold on tight. You all see Jay turn, like, drifts and turns towards, a, like, just like a bunch of crevasses and, like, rocky, mountainous, like, areas. And, uh, okay. Uh, you can take a plus <laughs> one to act on this answer. You get up to this thing. Okay. I would like for you to tell me how you start maneuvering through and what you do. Uh, 
he so I said I had put like runners on the bottom of it. I am going to he will he once he builds up enough speed because he's just he's just trying to go as fast as he can and also I'm sure the ground kind of levels out at this point. Yeah. He stops like pushing and just focuses on like turning the runners yeah, to yeah. like navigate us through. And like if he has to, he'll like lift us up and like do like a little hop over yeah. over any stones that he can. Yeah. And that's just that's just what he does. That's he's just trying to get us through and yeah. navigate through the through the rocks. I love it. Um why don't you go ahead and push your luck and take Fair. a plus plus one because you were acting on the information you got from your situation. So that's a plus one on top of my passion? Correct. Okay. That is a plus one ongoing. Mm. Uh, yeah, 12. Wow. Okay. The five of you are like, I think just because of like the aerodynamics of this, like shoot essentially through this, this <laughs> cavern, you're like picking up speed and you're like hopping occasionally. And like it, Che will like push it off onto the wall if he needs to move something and it comes swings back down. And the entire time this thing is just barreling through these mountains and it's like crash, crash, crash as it's following you. And it is getting closer and closer and closer. And Che, you see up ahead, like a light now coming out of uh, it, it, the end of this like crevasse and you look behind you and it is like about to grab you and you shoot through the exit and it crashes into the rock and it kind of then just like limply buzzes and then buzzes back towards the rock that it came from as you guys just go hurtling into the dune. Oh no! Yeah, no, no exhale. We go ah! as we crash into the side. Uh, so that was a success. It's pretty good. Where the heck is Rue? <laughs> I should have called Chad. We lost Rue. Oh, you uh, called. You called Rue. And I'm a few moments later. You do hear. And you see, circling around, you see a dragon otter. Oh, that was oh. incredible. By the way, uh, Ren, you you didn't put her in a daycare. We left her in a coat check. <laughs> Just a coat check? Yeah. How? I, I don't know, but see, when she lands, I'll like take the tag off of her ear. <laughs> Ren looks at the tag. <laughs> Uh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Man, we really got into it, huh? <laughs> hey guys, Rue, I got good, you're I not got good a news. coat. I know that. <laughs> and then Rue just like goes up next to Liko and starts nuzzling against her, like <laughs> looking, giving like mad eyes at Ren. <laughs> Ren just like wait here. <laughs> I'll never drink cactus juice again. I don't know. That's pretty cool. You're enjoying this? There's some left. Hey, we survived. I got us out of there. Wait, we're, we're fine. Like, you said you have good news? Uh, oh, I don't got to go anymore. <laughs> oh, so it just takes a step back from, 
Rosa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're leaving him here. That's a joke. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, maybe. maybe I'll, I'll do you want a, me to make another? I'll lay a towel out or something before I sit on route. No, no, no. We'll we'll just make another. I'll make another little outhouse for him. <laughs> I'm like, all right. You should probably change or something. <laughs> Rose like looks in his backpack and he finds just a surplus of that shiny red underwear. <laughs> uh, no, he does not. No. <laughs> I wish. Oh, <laughs> I'm also going to change. I make another. Who's <laughs> here with our bags? Gonna change. Real quick, now that we're not running from anything, I think Osa also like takes off the shirt that he ripped and rifles through his bag and pulls out a new one. Actually, yeah. has sleeves. Pulls out a new one. Pulls it on. Oh, uh, man, I think that was really working for you. I don't. It, yeah. Anyways, these were what I had on. This is why I couldn't stand up straight. <laughs> Who do you think these are? Because they do not fit me. Uh, Che, why don't you roll <laughs> to recall what happened during your cactus juice trip? What if I is it focus? It is focus. Yes. Is? Okay, that's 10. Okay, Che, all of a sudden you're holding them up and you're like looking at them for the first time, really, <laughs> like out, like not you know, a part of your body. You hold them up and then. You remember that uh, you were like in a, I don't know, like a giant room full of a bunch of other people all screaming and shouting. And in the middle of the room is a, a ring and there are two people standing in the ring and there is a, a large man wearing this red underwear holding a trophy up over his head Uh, and he is wearing um, uh, alongside the underwear he's wearing like a red mask too and like a red cape you stole the bottom of a luchador's you costume yeah yeah you know, the important thing is that they were worn by the champion. You know, that's that's probably why you stole them. I don't really have a good. I don't have anything for that. I just toss them to the side. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. That's a weird thing to do. I don't know why I did that. Ren grabs them and pockets them. <laughs> These could come in handy. I'm, no, right. just for for our satisfaction as players. I don't know how much of that Che actually told us about, but does. Oh, okay, he explains it all. Did the I guess I'll ask us also then. Did the uh if you imagine the guy without a mask, did he look like the tattoo? <laughs> no. No, not really. His head was too big for that. <laughs> this face is really well proportioned. I wonder if all this money belongs to that guy. Who cares? I wonder if Che won it wrestling against the champion and then took his pants. <laughs> that does sound like me. I don't want the belts. I want your pants. <laughs> I want your dignity. <laughs> Little did he know he would need the belt. <laughs> I, mean, I really did need the belt. <laughs> uh, what is your plan? It is in the middle of the night. Rue has finally come. Now that 
You still don't know where Chad is, though. No, no. <laughs> you are still What's in the middle one of the problem at a time. Now that Rue is here, do we just go back? Yeah, Rue, do you remember which direction you came in from? So you could get, take us back to the village? <laughs> All right, perfect. That's good enough for me. I'm so tired. I just like, <laughs> I flop into my seat. I don't even like mount it. I just like fall over and just kind of like <laughs> rice that. And uh, you all start to file on, and Ren starts to get on, and Ru goes. <laughs> I promise I won't check you into a coat rack ever again. And I'm also not drinking the juice. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay. Ren gets on. And you all get on uh, and start flying back to the village. Uh, it's a bit of a trip. Um, <laughs> and about how halfway... did we get out here? <laughs> <laughs> we'll find that out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> I'm not too worried about it. We'll figure it out. Um, in the middle of the desert, though, you do see what looks to be a broken sand sailor and a fire um, like on the deck of it. Oh. And I don't know how high up you are, um, but you do see they look like they're like two teens, like about your guys' age, maybe a little bit younger. Um probably like yeah i think ren or che are the youngest so maybe like a year or two younger than those two Mm. um and they're like huddled up next to each other on this broken sand sailor in the middle of the desert you just kind of see their figures in the night against like firelight or okay yeah exactly and uh i'll let you figure out what you want to do next week Leave the kids to their ultimate death or uh, give them them cactus juice. Give them cactus juice and they'll end up somewhere else. Let's see see if Osa votes for abandoning these kids. (laughs) (laughs) We have a mission. We need to figure out what happened. Those kids are not important. (laughs) And uh, yeah, that is, uh, I guess, the first part of figuring out what happened during this uh, cactus juice trip. Very you know, fun. we have a job to do. Oh, I know. <laughs> We're just... I'm not the one who drank the cactus juice. <laughs> <laughs> I was coerced. I was peer pressure. <laughs> it wasn't peer pressure, Che. It was just your turn. <laughs> I've hurt? never heard that before. Anyways. I love that. Uh, that's a that's a shout out to uh, my good friend growing up, Blake Henderson. He came up with that one. Thanks, Blake. Nice. Oh, no, no way he listens to this, but uh, thank you, Blake. Um, that was very fun. That was very fun. I was laughing the entire it was, time. It was very good. Justin, was the entire cactus trip sequence just your way of vetoing Chad from our group? No, 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 know. he would never do that. Not at all. Uh, <laughs> Chad is just in a different coat rack. I have to think about where Chad is. I'm not really sure yeah. where Chad is. We'll find him. Neither are we. Yeah. <laughs> so it works out great. Steve, you got any words for our listeners? Well, um, you had a $5 word this episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you know which one it was? Anybody? 
the. Ah, so close. It was cacophonous. Ah. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's so good. So good for the uh, buzzard wasps. Anyway, I do have words. We're having a cacophonous good time. Is that that doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't really yeah. work no, it doesn't. It doesn't. Um, but if you'd like to um, support the show, help us keep doing what we're doing and, and do more cool things, uh, help us get to our Patreon goals. You can support us there with the link in the show notes. Um, and also, and uh, you can join for just five bucks a month, which is literally the cost of a two handed stainless steel tongue scraper. Ooh, uh, which two, is just a disconcerting hands. thing to to see in someone's bed. I know it's so large. You you can Google this. <laughs> so there are two-handed stainless steel tongue scrapers. And I just think that would be so unsettling to see in one of your bathrooms. I'm not. Um, so don't be it's that person. It's unsettling to know that it exists. I, it up, so I don't know what it actually looks like, but I'm just imagining something wildly inappropriate. Oh, wow. <laughs> so oh, don't be wow. that person. Just be an Ember Island player instead. Yeah. Or even a White Lotus member, whatever you like. Yeah. Uh, and thanks always for listening. And huge thank you to our supporters who help us do this. Thank you. We enjoy telling stories. We enjoy laughing and hopefully making you laugh as well, too. Well, we will see you next week. Thanks for journeying around the Four Nations with us. Bye. 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 See ya. The Flying Bison Podcast is an independent podcast. If you feel like directly supporting the show, please check out our Patreon. While the Flying Bison Podcast seeks to emulate the tone of Avatar The Last Airbender, this is an improv tabletop role-playing game, and the actors may briefly depict scenes with more mature story elements. Avatar Legends is developed and produced by Magpie Games. The worlds of Avatar The Last Airbender and Avatar The Legend of Korra are property of Viacom CBS. Intro music is Dizu by Sendai, and outro music is Tokyo Funk by LATG Music. Logo and art by Kate and Matthew Mankey. You can find more of their work at pomican.com. Link in the show notes.